What would you say you do here? You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. There are no more shenanigans, no more tomfoolery, no more ballyhoo. In other news, in, in in other news of getting older and hearing Paul go, you know who died? Oh God! I hate it when people say that, but like I it, assumed it, you knew, but you were driving here, and it was fresh off the it was press. Very fresh. I had not heard anything about it. Yet. It's Friday, people. By the way, it's Friday the tenth, so that's why we're talking yeah, that's about why this. we're talking about this. Yeah. Uh, the iconic drummer, yeah, lyricist. Funny hat wearing guy, songwriter, songwriter. He wrote the lyrics of almost all I their complicated. Fucking, I said he was a lyricist. Oh, I said he was a lyricist before I called him a drummer. It's a complicated word. Jesus, for me, Joe. oh, is it? Is it? <laughs> I didn't. I I didn't really even hear it. I mean, I heard it, but I didn't hear yeah, it. Yeah, well, see, that's the thing. Like you can you you just don't even listen to me anymore. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we need a date again. <laughs> Can we, can, uh, we, can we reboot this relationship entirely? Can we just... Absolutely not. You know what we should do? Let's, let's go back get, to the garage where we met in the first date. This Right? <laughs> you know, this relationship... You know what this relationship needs? It's broken. Let's have a kid. <laughs> <laughs> That'll fix it. That'll ensure the child is healthy. And <laughs> we definitely... And then when we're really unhappy, when the kid's like 10, let's just stay together for the kid. Yeah, there you go. Let's oh make a God. lot of fucking mistakes. Let's try and fuck that kid up as much as possible. Oh, my God. Anyway, yes. Neil Pert died. Yeah. You guys probably know this by now. Yeah. I'm sure this won't be shocking this, news. This is fresh news. Eh, right. You know what? People aren't as connected as uh, as we are People sometimes. Go, Neil it's Rush. The Rush drummer. All those complicated. You think of all those lyrics, too, by the way, of all those complicated long songs. That's him. I think if you saw the documentary of it. They were like, he would he'd be writing, he was a prolific, he would just write and write and write and write. Yeah. And it'd probably like a novelette. You go, all right, there's a track four, I think. And they're all reading it. They're like, why? They're, they're, turning, they're turning the pages of the lyrics. Why are we singing? <laughs> why, why, wait, why, why are we writing songs about Rivendell? He's like, because I like Lord of the Rings. Okay. <laughs> I've, and I did, I never knew that. I just thought all those guys were power nerds because, you know, look at them. Yeah. And, and everybody who, you know, uh, it's cold up in Canada, what? and they're yeah, up there. It's right, they got a long riding season. <laughs> <laughs> they also uh, can uh, the Canadian government funds a lot of arts, uh, a lot of fine arts. Shame on them! Yeah, how dare they? It's horrible. You mean they fund arts, and they've got like this pretty good healthcare system going? Yeah, yeah, it's crazy how they have a decent healthcare and. Right. Although Pert was in, uh, Pert, Pert was in, Pert. Uh, in, uh, in, in Santa Monica when he passed away. So is that was he down here for healthcare? Yeah. Well, uh, I have no idea, man. I didn't oh. do any research on it. I, oh, okay. I was gonna wait a little while till at least his body's cold before I ask his family why he died in Santa Monica. <laughs> that is kind of an odd question early on. Not, hey, not... how come he died in Santa Monica and not <laughs> Venice, like, or even Malibu? It's Could, horrible. Is it because the last fourteen Rush albums sucked ass and you couldn't afford Malibu? I've seen uh, I've seen Rush twice. I like how you're a giant Rush fan and you did not dispute the fact that the last fourteen albums were dog shit. Well, they no, nah, they... they're not. It's not that they're dog shit. They're just not as iconic, and, right. you know. And and it's not like they weren't in their prime for forty years because they they never got worse. It's funny too because they never had from the documentary that I saw that you've also seen. There wasn't really didn't have any really serious drama. No. And they didn't. They just wrote and played and got real good at their pieces of music. And then they said, oh, "Okay, I guess we can tour now." Like I said, there were a bunch of nerds that yeah. they, they they didn't know how to go out and party and hang out with chicks because they were right. they're nerds. Yeah, they wrote music. 
they wrote music that got on the played on like regular like international radio, right? That is about Lord of the Rings before any of the movies came out. And I think they were struggled in Canada for a little while. And then I think it was might have been a radio station in Ohio, I think, that maybe Probably. We have them, good taste in music. Picked them up and they weren't people went nuts. This local little area went nuts for this whatever their song initial release was. I do title. remember I something about that. I don't remember if it was Ohio or not, but I'm sure those at that time I'm sure everybody was like just seething and just waiting for something. They're so, so hungry for something different other than rust. No, oh, yeah, and they got Rush. I, yeah. I got I, I knew Rush. I got into him. And then the guy that really got me, really hooked on him, going deeper with some of the earlier stuff and all that, was uh, like with the Crest of Steel and and so it was uh, was my uh, my cohort, if you will, the guy I worked with at WEGL Weagle WEGL the Auburn Eagle Auburn. Yeah, and Auburn's uh, finest. Well, you didn't call it classic rock back then, did you? you just call it rock. It. Uh, yeah, it was just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Kevin Madigan, good uh, <laughs> shout a good out to Jewish, Kevin Madigan. Jewish name, a good. <laughs> where's, where's Kevin Madigan these days? I don't know. Did he die? Is. No, I don't. He might well, have. Maybe. I need to look him up. But he was a smart. He majored in math. I'm sorry, Joe. Don't you, that might stress you out that he was a math major. Look, motherfucker. <laughs> you guys gave me a complex, and I was fucking panicky for like an hour after that shit. Yeah, you had a panic I, attack. I fucking uh, like almost. On the, I'm not yeah. even joking. Yeah. it was horrible. The way you guys treated me, it was terrible. I'm trying to just sort through a tip amount. Yeah, and they wouldn't shut the fuck up. You <laughs> felt like it felt like I was with every uh, shit ass math teacher I ever had <laughs> from the time I was six years old until like fucking last night. Then, I was I was fucking livid. I would, and that's why you guys both got hit in the dick. Mike, we did. We were leaving the restaurant, and Joe punched us in the dick. I didn't punch. It was the back of the hands. That's okay? true. It was kind of a I gave slap. you the Sean Connery yeah. wake-up call is what it was. Yeah. Wake-up call to his wife. Like, mean, that's if, what if I, people are watching, they're going, look at those older guys over there just slapping mature. each other in the dicks. No, they're like, why is that kid and his two dads slapping him? <laughs> 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 oh no, God. uh Yo, it was Mikey's uh, birthday. His birthday was celebration. And, and, One day early. And you and I picked up his, uh, you know, tab. picked up the tab. Right. And I'm like trying to work out a tip in my head of what would be good. And they would not shut up. And they kept giving me shit about not being able to do head math. Smoke was well. coming out of his ears. And I was, it, no, it was, it was more like my heart was fucking racing. I was, my palms were super sweaty. And I was like, it felt like I was in math class again. And the teacher called on me and I fucking had no answer. He's going the distance. He's going for spitting. Sorry. Like your palms are sweaty. It's like a race, like whatever. Knees weak, arms heavy. You're like, there you go. That's vomit it. Vomit on his doom, sweater. Doom, Mom's doom, spaghetti. Doom, no, doom, this doom, is not doom, an Eminem doom. song. <laughs> it's, okay? That was this turning is, into an Eminem this song. This is my life. <laughs> this is my life. God. And I can't do math very well in my head. Doom, 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 doom. I'm, I'm <laughs> sorry. Wasn't a very good. There's no movie. There's no Makai Pfeiffer. Like now, now I just <laughs> I want to watch Eight Mile and be like, I feel you. Because <laughs> when when that first time he gets up on stage and he gets fucking rocked. Oh yeah. That's how I felt when you motherfuckers were talking to me the other night. Mike is sitting next to me and he finally screams in my ear. Joe doesn't do math. Like really loud to so the entire restaurant. Yeah. Here. The whole and as I'm sitting there just fucking terrified completely frozen right. if you people would have shut up i would have been able to figure it out but yeah. you know whatever we did we finally figured it out yeah thank you it takes yeah. a village to make me feel like i, shit. I gotta tell you it's been i felt like i was with my family it was great so i'm 10 days to keep an update though this, this was <laughs> tough for me i didn't want to go out but i thought fuck it i can do this because um i'm without you know lower carb and no alcohol we get it okay I, you're, no, no, no. you're mormon for the month no, of january nobody it. cares the anymore. mormon mormon month of uh yeah what else do i have to do if i'm a mormon 
or not uh, do? You definitely should go to like a a, a like mature singles uh, <laughs> meetup thing. Usually, like on a fucking Wednesday Can't night. Can't drink coffee there though. If you're serious, about it's it, definitely though. frowned upon. You okay. know, uh, drinking coffee. So anyway, uh, so. You know, they've got good margaritas there and they've got Patron and that's my two of my that's my two food groups out of four. <laughs> His El, El Palacio margaritas and Patron. Those are two separate food groups, folks. They're right. not related. Oh, it's not grains yes, and they vegetables. Are, yes. It's They're fucking margaritas and Patron. discrete two of the four so food groups. So uh, a shout out to Jane. It was her birthday a, a couple weeks ago and uh, she drank some tequila. Right. And that's it. So I went there, didn't have any, you know, Joe suggested the, uh, whatever that plate was of uh, pork and... Uh, chili Colorado. Yeah. It's red yeah. chili. It's a red, basically red chili sauce with slow simmered cubes of pork. So I that, didn't have one chip, no alcohol, water. I was boring. Yeah, it was real boring until, right up until the point you started abusing me. Yeah. You know what, though? You weren't, you were sober and we went to trivia and we lost and I feel like it's because you were We, we didn't quite, we were tied drunk. for third place. And then, okay. he, and then, and then the the young gentleman gave it to his uh, loop, gave it to his mom. Remember that? Yes. No, we were tied for first place. I said, did I say first? No, you said third. Oh, I said it was third. a three way tie I'm for sorry. first place, and we tied three. for second place. You're correct. Yeah, that's okay. all right. Sorry. See how I did math just now, yeah. without you bothering me, yeah. and how quickly I can do it. Got it. Yeah. Okay. I'm taking a step back. I hope so. So all you rush fans out there, you know, it's yeah. sad. You know, because obviously they're they're not going. They were they stopped playing anyway, right? Last year they announced they were. Twenty fifteen is when is when the the. So I wonder if that's when his brain cancer was discovered. They said, "Yeah, we're we're good to stop now anyway," or something. The rumors go before that, way before that, because my uh, my old boss, who's who had seen, he's from Canada. Dave is his name. Dave had seen Rush. I think in two thousand ten, he said he had seen Rush like eighteen times at that point. And he was getting ready to go see 18 them. Eighteen. Remember that from Robin Williams talking about golf, and in, in, in a Scottish accent. Oh yeah, you had to keep. And doing he says, this. And "So you do this? Times. Oh, you do this like once? No, eighteen times." <laughs> Reggie Hammond was on a bus that flipped over eighteen times. <laughs> Remember another forty-eight hours. Eighteen times. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, yeah. I was on a bus that rolled eighteen times. <laughs> I will murder you, white motherfuckers! Like he, I fucking, I, I love every second of the Forty Eight Hours movies. No, uh, anyway, that was uh, a good movie. The, fucking both of them. Yeah. I even like the sequel. Like it's yeah. rare that the sequel just is, is just as good. Uh, but yeah, Rush. That sucks. But no, they. Uh, he, anyway, he had said, "Yeah, I better." Uh, what did Dave say? I better go and see him. You know, a couple times on this tour because it might be their last tour, and I think it was their second to last tour. Mm-hmm. And I said, "Why do you think that? I mean, those guys are in good shape. They were never they didn't party like fucking rock stars or anything like that. Like they, they're only in their sixties. Like they could just keep going." And he's like, "Nah, Neil Peart's really sick." And I'm like, "I haven't heard anything about that." He's like, "No, nah, not a lot of people have heard. Like it's rumored right. that he's really sick." And I think that's what he was talking about. That was ten years ago. Ten years ago, like. Nine and a half years ago. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if maybe he's just been struggling and now he died. Now, 67 years old. He had a good fucking run. He's considered by most drummers that I know to be one of the, if not the greatest drummer of all time. 67, though, is not very old these days. No, it's not. In, re- in reality. But you're right. He had a great run. Look at what he did. Yeah, but, but the still last kind of young-ish. The last 20-plus years for him have not been fucking not, awesome. Not a pleasant run. Yeah, I was I reading up on I knew there was some tragedy in his life, like a Joe Biden-level tragedy. Yep. And it was his, uh, Neil Peart's uh, daughter was 19, and she was killed by... 
um, so like killed in a car accident. Mm-hmm. Ten months later, his wife died of cancer. Yeah. Now that all happened in 1997. And it, it, like you said, I think at that funeral, our funeral is rumor that he went to those band. And they, well, it's not rumor. He wrote it in his autobiography. He went over and he goes, "I'm." Consider, consider consider me done me retired or, or retired or whatever yeah and then he got a motorcycle and like rode rode yeah because it's all auto, over the place his autobiography is called ghost rider didn't he go down like into mexico yeah. he, he drove mexico on this one motorcycle just he rode he rode he, he everywhere put, i think it said he put ninety thousand miles on it in three years yeah ninety thousand miles in three years on a motorcycle that just makes my butthole hurt yeah um, I mean, you know, in taint and everything else, but like, sure. we'll just say like the whole associated crotchal area region. Yeah. Perineum. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a sad day. It is a sad day. Neil Pert died, but he gave um, his music. Think about that. If you could have that impact though, think if you were a Neil Pert esque or whatever you did, his music, it's forever though. Right. I mean, this is a dumb thing to say, but it's true. He's given the world some fantastic music. Yeah, uh, uh, it's a legacy. Uh, maybe not fantastic. That's it's oh rushed. come on. I'm just I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> Chris I, is going to come here and he's going to go back in time after he, when he hears this podcast and come here and punch you while we're recording that. No, he's not. Oh, okay. I, I mean, I actually I could see that. I could see Chris doing something like yeah. that. Chris would figure out a way to get a time machine to beat my ass. He wouldn't even get on an airplane. How's he getting a time machine? He would get. <laughs> oh, sorry, Chris. Love you, Chris. Yeah. Uh, I. I'm trying to remember the first time I remember thinking about Rush, and it was probably just like, uh, I I know I, I don't know if it was the first time, but I know that it was one time that I made a comment, and my stepdad heard me, and he goes, what? And he jumped my shit for it. He really jumped down my throat because I was like, Dad, this band sounds like all those other bands like Def Leppard and the high-pitched singer, and that, that, like it sounds like a woman and not a good one. Right. And my I thought my stepdad was going to fucking just knock my head off. Well, he's not and, a great singer. He's like, Getty Lee's Getty. a fantastic vocalist. The the early years before he before he learned it was it was a little shrill, but a that little. man that man has a range. Like yes, he has he a does. Freddie Mercury level range, but yeah, he, he, he starts at the middle of Freddie Mercury and goes up above there because he he has a tremendous range. He learned how to you know he figured it out, um, or as he was a he figured it out, and he you know I, I wonder who's gonna you never hear a lot of cover. Rush cover songs because people who's gonna sing like him? Yeah, no shit. Like, <laughs> like Carrie Underwood. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ooh, I speaking of Carrie Underwood, yeah, yeah. I was on like a. I'm on like a side. Will you stop? You, 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 it gets to a point where it's almost creepy, and I'm worried because like you have the ability to <laughs> maybe go and meet her. Like you pay. So right. here's what happened. I will we give all, you ten thousand dollars for one night. Some of you people are probably aware, oh ten thousand dollars like that would be enough. I know that. I just think it would be funny. <laughs> I I lobe all the number and Carrie Underwood's like, yeah, I'm hard up for cash. It's been fifteen years since I was on. <laughs> uh, you know, I don't. I don't want to hurt net worth. It. It's got to be in the tens of it's millions. Probably not that good. Really? Yeah. Huh. She's a musician. I forgot who she's married to. I don't know who she. I don't care who her husband. I'm gonna start researching this I don't this care tonight. about Carrie. So this happened. Here's what happened quickly, folks, because it's really important. It's is, that, uh, is that Linda Ronsett's got a special on CNN. Fantastic special. If you knew anything about her, it's a really good documentary thing. Fine. Right. So um, then uh, I start Googling, looking at some of her own uh, YouTube videos and things like that. Because I like everybody. Oh, there was a famous quote. I think you can look this up. I think uh, Willie Nelson on Linda Ronstadt years ago said something like, there are those guys or boys or whatever who are in – in love with Linda Ronstadt and those that have never met her. 
Right. <laughs> or have a crush it, or on her. Or something like that. Have a crush on her and I never met her. Because she was the cute doll baby singer chick for decades. You know? For like three solid decades. Yeah. And, so. and I mean, a lot of people don't know this, but Linda Ronstadt's back band, like her first band, mm-hmm. is was Don, I think it was Don Henley, Don Henley Glenn and, Fry, yeah. and yeah, she, somebody else that ended up in the Eagles later on after Timothy B. Schmidt, they, or they before her, Timothy B. Schmidt. But they, like, give her all the, they give her credit. You know, they openly talk about that. They said, they, yeah, so she, she's the one that did it. Because we went to her and said, you know, Glenn and I, you know, we're talking, Don and Glenn are talking, you know, we, 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 we get well together, we, we write songs, we can mesh, and, and she kind of said, you guys ought to go start your own you band, You not need to not be my backing band. And she, uh, did they talk about it in the documentary yeah. about oh, that? Because yeah. oh, yeah. they talk about it in the Eagles documentary where she literally told them, I'm firing you guys as my band because mm-hmm. you need to go and do this thing. Yeah. And that became the Eagles. Yep. And and uh, Don Henley was, uh, Don Henley, I now forgot, at the induction uh, Hall of Fame in, a few years ago when they inducted Linda Ronson uh-huh. the Hall of Fame. I can't remember which one it is now. It's a Don Henley. Anyway, he he's a, he was like the MC of the thing, and he because mm-hmm. that's a very appropriate that he should be the MC. Absolutely, for, yeah. So anyway, the first song out of there was uh, was um, uh, uh, oh my god, what's that song by Fortitude this morning? Crumbles. No, uh, Crumbles. D- a different road, not different road, different dream. Oh my god! It was when she was with the uh, the. Uh, uh, Stone Ponies. That was her first band. Right. Came up with this song. It wasn't her song. It was written by Michael Nesmith of the Monkees. That's who oh. wrote that song. Right on. And he still plays that song. And what the uh, uh, different? Uh, uh, oh my God! Just shoot me now. I have several guns you can choose from. Different drum. Different drum. So Carrie Underwood sang. That's the first song during the induction into the Hall of Fame. Right. Is, is she sang different drum? And she did a pretty fucking good job. I mean, she's a, you know. She's, she's pretty, a professional singer. Yeah. Oh, is that why it sounded? Yeah. Well, I mean, professional. I mean, she won American Idol, so. But she's won some Grammys, too. Okay. I'm not I'm not a big Carrie Underwood fan. I'm just saying. Uh, I'm pretty sure you are. But I haven't. I think you're going to start calling her Linda Ronstadt by accident <laughs> here pretty quick. I hadn't seen her in a while. I probably saw her in American Idol. Oh, that's right. That I had years said, ago. You said something about uh, like. Well, I said she's aging like a fine wine. Yeah, like I, said, she's, I said she, she looks, looks. I said so I just kept screenshotting these pictures of Carrie Underwood singing a different drum. Yeah, and it was starting to get a little bit fucking creepy. And I'm just like, <laughs> Paul, will you relax a little bit? Just pay for a prostitute. Anyway, she <laughs> she does <laughs> she does a good job with it. And then, but she was dressed in this you know like spandex black pants and. And and there was there are different angles of her during the you know shooting from her behind not from her not from her behind. <laughs> you, you I don't make it sound like she had a camera mounted on her ass, like ass cam, like an ass cam. But <laughs> like, what would an like ass go, cam go, see? It wouldn't see the ass. It would see what right. the ass sees. Right. <laughs> what? That's a good title for for a book of poems. What my what my ass sees. <laughs> Oh, think about the think about the perspective. What my ass sees. Oh my God, that's the name of Carrie Underwood's uh, autobiography that's going to come out in 20, 2035. It's going to be like what my ass sees. The Carrie Underwood story. Oh, I cracked myself up when you lost it for a minute too. Oh God, anyway. I hurt. I hurt. I hurt. So the point is, I made the point to Joe, and then we'll get off Carrie Underwood. Well. Are you are you gonna get off Carrie Underwood and then get under? 
Oh, Wood. under oh, there's two. I we're not the first one to come up with all this. I, I remember stuff. when she won American Idol. I was just like, God damn it! There were like three other people that were way better than her, and then like I'm like, they're like somebody get a rope. Right. I'm like, she's not America's fucking sweetheart. She won a goddamn game show, and now she's popular. She now, does granted, a pretty good job. Now, granted, Kelly Clarkson did, and she's America's treasure and America's sweetheart. If anybody ever fucking wants she's to hang with me, yeah. I will fucking hurt them, because Kelly Clarkson's amazing. So anyway, um, so uh, Carrie Underwood it was cute when she was however old she was back when she did her thing, right? <laughs> right. Right. Fine. She's a blonde. Fine. I'll cut her some slack. Please continue. So, and then I hadn't seen her in however long it's been. What, 15 years? I don't know how long it's been. Oh, since, since you were watching American Idol? You, you Since Carrie Underwood was on there. I don't know. Whatever. I watched the first couple seasons, few seasons. She was on season, what, three, I think? No, Carrie Underwood's not as young as I thought. She's like 37. She's she's a little bit younger than that. She's she's two years younger than me. Okay. Uh, Which makes her 40, no. <laughs> three. Oh, I always forget she's from Muskogee. Dude, when that's another thing I didn't like about her. She's from. Oklahoma. She can't help it. I, I know she can't help it, but she could. I mean, she could say she's from like Amarillo, right? Like she, she's. I mean, you could just lie. When you drive on I forty in that area where she was near that area, it's there's a big fucking sign there. It said this is Carrie Underwood country or something. like oh, that. Oh yeah, you know she's she hung the moon around there. So I mean, it's like it's crosses, right? Giant white crosses and, and billboards Carrie with Under, Carrie Underwood on there. I get it. Yeah. So um, I'm trying to remember who she beat out. Um, on American Idol. You know, I never thought that we would ever be talking about who beat whom on American Idol ever when we started this. It, I know, it's but just, I, I never. You have to understand, it's funny though. Listen, I'm listening. You have to understand that I I dated a woman for about eight or nine months, something like maybe call it almost a year, who was heavily just like hardcore into American Idol, and it was like the third season. I think it was third, second or third season. So I watched two full seasons with her when we were mm-hmm. together, and it was a religious thing. And I'm like, because I love music, and I really, really was Kelly Clarkson. I really season love one? that girl. What Kelly Clarkson was season one? Yes. Okay. I think. I yes, mean, I think you're right. Did one or two? Now I do remember. I, it's just looking at the songs that she performs. There's a whole list of songs on her article here. Uh, the the songs that she um, for the show that she performed for the show, and I forgot she auditioned with one of my favorite songs. She uh, she auditioned with "I Can't Make You Love Me" the Bonnie oh, Raitt song. Oh, yeah. fucking beautiful song, right? And yeah. she fucking murdered it. It was so good. And like, of course, Simon Cowell's like, "Well, I don't think your tits are very good." So I thought, okay, whatever, fucking bullshit. He right. said, but right. everybody else was like, "Yeah, you're outvoted and you're dumb." And then and she ended up calling him out, uh, Carrie Underwood. She, she is kind of a bad bitch. So like, mm-hmm. I respect her for for being an artist and all that stuff, even though I shit on her being an American Idol. Sure. Uh, she did call out Simon Cowell at the end. She's like, I just want to thank everybody, even Simon Cowell, who didn't believe in me from day one, and then <laughs> moved right on to, and I was like, yes, kick him in the dick, because that guy's a shithead for no reason. Yep. I, I'm trying to remember who, let's see. Who she was up against? Yeah, who she was up against, and I, I honestly just cannot remember. Oh yeah, the other one. The what? What really just killed it? What was, made everything in the bag for her was like uh, was she did uh, hearts uh, alone, and that's a hard song to sing. Carrie did. Yeah, and okay. on on that on and that's what people people are like. Ah, oh, yep, that's it. She won. But anyway, um, so 
so I have to watch. Um, what? Uh, Are you okay? No. <laughs> no. I've I've lost it again. This di- different different uh, what the different drum? Thank you. Different drum. Oh my god. Don't. No, it's no let's not make this about Linda not... Ronstadt. She is still alive. Okay. Yes, yeah, she is. Yes, yeah, she is suffering suffering from Parkinson's. Yes, that's what. Uh, I mean, she's suffering. I don't know. That's not funny. That's, she, she's that, worth like $120 million. I, I mean, I'm, I know I'm on shaky ground when it comes to Parkinson's yeah. jokes. Oh, okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> I like oh, to Jesus. think that if Michael J. Fox heard that, once he got done sh- like, you know, shaking. No, she lives in he, San Francisco. Do you think that's on purpose? Who? It, Linda Ronstadt. She can't really tell if there's an earthquake or not. Oh, oh God. Jesus. <laughs> Paul, oh, that, was, that is not right. That is it's not a, right. Also kind of Neither is Linda Ronstadt. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta have like a Joey Diaz like <laughs> that kind of thing going on here. Um so as I'm scrolling through looking for a different drum, I say, oh look, there's a nice attractive blonde covering, you know, a different drum. Let's click on that. Boom, it's Carrie Underwood. <laughs> Holy crap. She and I thought, oh my god, she has aged nicely. And this is why my video of singing different drum has doesn't come up on your radar because I'm not an attractive blonde. You, what do I have to bleach my hair? If you cover different drums, Joe, I'll be clicking on it every day. Oh yeah, I bet you will. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, Bo Bice. That oh, was one. Remember that guy? Long yeah. hair. He had a great voice. Probably still still does. Constantine Maroulis, who I feel like became. I have to see. Show me a picture of this uh, person. Constantine Maroulis. Yeah, I don't remember what they look like. Uh, he's kind of a greaseball looking guy. He was. He looks like a. He looks like uh, he's Greek. Yeah. He looks Greek. He looks. Was greasy. this season three? Was that what it was? Uh, yeah. So, um, so Carrie Underwood is now thirty six, thirty seven. How old is she? Thirty six. Thirty six. Anyway, so I made the comment to Joe, and then we'll do, and then we'll stop talking about Carrie Underwood. Please, I, I, I the comment. I said, you know what? Look at all these current pictures of Carrie Underwood. I, I don't know if you ever if you scroll through them this morning or not. Yes, you but did. But she's all yes. frou frouted up and this and that and all this kind of crap. I said, you know what? She looks hotter in that simpler sort of hair and, and not quite as uh, I don't know what she's going for. Uh, look, apparently said, not impressing you. No. So all, <laughs> but she could dress up exactly like she did at uh, at, at the induction for Linda Ronstadt every day. That would be just fine by me. Oh God, and not have to worry about. All this other weird hairdos. Uh, are you uh, okay? Here's the thing. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I think that too much makeup is pointless and stupid. When it's not done correctly, you look like a clown, and we can see the but, neckline. How, however, she has a high-paid, I'm sure, professional. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, but still, this is like your personal taste. Mm. But I have to throw one out there for the ladies. Lady, not like that. Oh, because they don't really give a damn what you think. I know, and and it doesn't really matter, even though they ask you all the time. But yeah, right. No, has Carrie Underwood called you and been like, "Hey, what do you think of my too much makeup?" I had to. Block, like, it looks I, like you put it on with a fucking shotgun, lady. I had to, had to, <laughs> I had to block her. It's, Did you have to really? Block, you had to block <laughs> Carrie, Carrie Underwood because she she's like, "Hey, can you fix my plane? Yeah. Hey, can you do this? Like, hey, can you just rub my shoulders, but like not no side boob? Yeah, this time." I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, nope, can't do that. Who did she marry? Yeah, she like a lot of these women or people in the business marry like a producer. You know, that's right. kind of a common thing. 
Um, no, she married a an NHL player. Oh, that's right, Mike Fisher. That's right. Wow, good for her. Yeah. Um, they got married at the Ritz Carlton Lodge at the Reynolds Plantation in Greensboro, Georgia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Call that plantation. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the white. That she's white as fuck. She really is. And he's yeah. from Canada, so which means he's fucking got to be opaque. really white. Yes. Well, good for them. And they've been married for like 12 years. Yeah. Yeah. Now, here's what's weird. Oh, she's a Christian and she's a vegan. She's a, yeah, I saw and that. And can we be done talking about right. her now that I know here's, she's here's a what's weird, hardcore though. Christian it's and she's just, vegan? This is just a spinoff about the Carrie Underwood conversation. <laughs> oh. Joe's going to lose it. What's the largest caliber I can fit into my <laughs> mouth? Uh, I didn't really even check out her eyebrows. That's what's weird. Wow, good for you. Way to just... Kind of put that weird yeah. thing to to rest. Now, who has perfect eyebrows to me? And speaking of American Idol, yep, I was waiting for this. I Catherine knew McPhee, Catherine fucking McPhee, <laughs> yeah, and she's a brunette. Yeah, and she's also obnoxious and really, really stupid. It didn't have that great of a voice. Oh come on, she come on, man. Oh, okay, it wasn't flawless. She got no, she got past. Oh no, I'm not. That's, get that's it. fine. I'm not getting. I'm I not going to get into this dis- debate I think she's with you. Taller than me. Well, I'm five ten and a Catherine half. Catherine McPhee. I think she's I think like she five just eleven. Wear heels. I think she's five eleven. Look that up. Go ahead. There's, do you remember that girl that that came over with one of Porsche's friends and you kept you? She was so young that she didn't know you were trying to pay her a compliment. And it was like you know you you look a lot like Catherine McPhee. Well, that's how young she was. So young, she's like who? <laughs> yeah, she, she was. When, when that she, happened, I fucking lost it. She was so young. She was how young? How was she? young was she? <laughs> she didn't even know who Catherine. That well, I do remember. I'm going. Holy crap! And that. <laughs> But she she really does look like Catherine McPhee. I like forgot, she, I forgot she who this was. Do you remember who this was? Yeah, I don't want to say her name because I don't fine. really like her. Oh, uh, anymore. Oh I don't really like her anymore. Okay. Especially because she looks like Catherine McPhee. <laughs> Fuck you. No, I'm just kidding. It's Catherine, <laughs> she is beautiful. Yeah. Okay, and that's it. Okay. Anyway, hey, let's take a break. We'll come back and I, talk. I, I, oh, I, I am. I think I'm good for American Idol talk for quite a while now. I think. For like another 15 years, you think? Sure, okay. I hope so. Yep. All right, we'll be back. Rush is a very good band. Their music is very complex and the perfection.
I just have to say that Anderson Cooper is such a beautiful man that he's distracting me from trying to do whatever it is I'm, that I'm we're doing I'm talking about right attractive women that are women that are singing, and you're just drooling over Anderson Cooper. I'm not Cooper. drooling over him. Okay, first off, he's rich as fuck. He's, yeah, he's a, got some of that he's Vanderbilt he's got, fucking he's got money. Some, he's got all of that Vanderbilt money. God, does he have all that money I now? think he inherited it all from his ma. Like the whole Vanderbilt yeah, you know where that money came from was was trains and transportation years yeah, ago. Yeah, and probably some bootlegging and whatnot. Sure, yeah. everybody did that. Yeah, well, Joe Kennedy did it a lot more. Hey, Joe <laughs> Kennedy, not you. I didn't mean I, I wasn't even thinking of your name when I thank said you. That. Thank you for not thinking of my name. Right. No, Anderson. I, every time I come over here, folks, it's in the evening. Anderson Cooper's on TV, and I'm just like, I really like the way that tie. And we're doing this, out his eyes. We're doing this because <laughs> because uh, we're we flip around different news channels because just in case something happens, we want to be in. We want to be like breaking news a week behind. Right. So Joe, who right now in the last couple days, day and a half or day, is having the biggest fucking celebratory party in the entire country right now? People, not not one not one person, but the entire this company is beside themselves with happiness. Oh, uh, Boeing. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> because they finally had a jet crash that wasn't their, <laughs> that wasn't their it, fault. It wasn't their fucking fault. It, Woo-hoo! Ter- war, terrorism yeah. brought those people. Oh, thank God it was, don't say that so loud. Thank God it was terrorism that brought that jet down. Actually, it probably wasn't terrorism per se because they think it was. This happened 40 minutes after they launched those missiles to, in that uh, air base in, yes. in Iraq. So that's what I read was they, that it was. Because the jet, get fucking launch it. Like just like somebody was like, yeah, boom, there's boom, one, bang, 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 bang. Right. And so ha- we probably can't call it terrorism. You know what I mean? I mean, they, I'm pretty sure. I think if you asked any of those people on the plane when it was going down out of the oh, sky, yeah. they were like, "Are you terrified?" Yes, I am. I feel lots of terror. Okay. <laughs> but I, did, you know, what they didn't feel. No. The MCAS fuck up. <laughs> so, no, right. And so everybody they, they, at Boeing's like, party! They fucking pop the and champagne they, I, I can promise you they were like, thank God. <laughs> I saw that plane went down. I went, That's dark, dude. That's dark. Either way, everybody loses because we this plane went down, <laughs> killed a bunch of people. I'm thinking, God, I hope it wasn't Boeing. It implies that you got to hope it was an errant missile that shot those people. It's pretty bad that <laughs> <laughs> I can't. How, how do you root for this? You, you can't. 
but if you're a Boeing, if you're an American, you know, that's there. How about we just take a step back and be like, well, uh, they're, they're Boeing's a bunch of warmongers. Sure. I mean, they are. They are half their just like Raytheon probably half their money and, yeah. comes from defense. Sure, half. I don't even know what the three quarters. Are. <laughs> I feel uh, like I feel like it Boeing. Maybe we can look that up. But uh, it's probably available. It doesn't matter that much. They're, yeah. they're warmongers, and sure. uh, they, it's, every once in a while they're going to lose a plane to a missile. Yeah, like I figured, like that's an acceptable loss, right? Now, when you lose it because uh, pilots don't understand how to, what they could really say is be really out of taste. Would say, "Hey, wasn't a military plane." <laughs> in other words, in other words, they didn't right. bring down a military plane. Oh God, you guys! Yikes! <laughs> I mean, really, it was like Ukrainian air. So, like, it was, but it was a new airplane. It's only three years old. That's pretty fucking new. Yeah, I know how to crash a two-year-old car. So, like, okay. big fucking deal. But here's the point: they kind of fucked up. <laughs> Ukraine fucked up because oh, people, people were talking about towards. Well, like, no, well they did. We're aware. Yeah, oh yeah, they're <laughs> poor Boeing. Anyway, um, so they. They really shouldn't have been flying in that area right then. Honestly, I think they were trying to get the fuck out of Dodge, so to speak. They could have I'm, gone I'm around positive. that area if they took. They could have done something else, cut around the meat. You had to cut, <laughs> did they go? Were they? Did they leave from? Actually, maybe they couldn't have gone around. No, they were, they were in the area. They left Tehran. Yeah, they were in the area. So what are they? Ah, actually, that reminds me. Like I'm thinking, what are they supposed to do? Just hover and go straight up? I don't know. But that's what uh, my buddy Jesse was in uh, the Corps of Engineers. Yes. Demolitions, right? And then they didn't, they didn't have anything else to blow up in, uh, in, uh, in Baghdad anymore. So he started doing door kicking and whatnot. Okay. And so whenever he would fly home or fly out of airspace like to go on you know weekend or uh, Liberty like a week or two or whatever, um, BIA, you know, where Soleimani was murdered, right, mm-hmm. or where he was I, do you call it murdered when it's like a kind of a bad fucking dude? You could call it assassinated. assassinated. Sure. I don't see. I feel like assassinated. Like John F. Kennedy was assassinated. You got, it's got to be like, someone uh, pulling McKinley the trigger and, and seeing someone in the sights. That's assassinated. Or so C- you're saying Caesar was assassinated. Caesar was assassinated. These are these are great and powerful individuals, right? Right. So and like, it was like a face to face or through the through the, like through the scope. Ass- like you assassinate someone, you take well. Like I feel like the definition of like you assassinate someone's character. You take good something good and you kill it. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that you would call it assassinate because then you're just kind of. I mean, I'm sure there's people okay. in Iran that would say that, but I wouldn't as like an American. So you're saying if someone's a nasty person and they get killed intentionally because they're a nasty person, you can't call that an assassination? Yeah. Would you say that they assassinated Ted Bundy? Well, they I, I mean, fried him or whatever. Yeah, but he died. They killed him because he did bad shit. So you wouldn't say you assassinated him. think about this. This is some weird semantics. I wasn't planning on thinking this much tonight. I'm so sorry, man. Okay, I can see yeah. your head getting bigger. See, yeah. now you want me to keep talking to you while I this keep asking Charlie questions? Charlie Brown head is getting bigger? It's crazy. <laughs> you want me to just keep asking you questions, just like a barrage of loud questions, yeah, like, uh, while you try uh. and fucking think like you did to me the other night? Right. So what happens to these questions are just going to start filling my, my head, and I can't get anything out. It's going to make it bigger, like blowing up like a freaking... He's going to go, good grief, and then trip on the football thing. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, uh, yeah, the fucking day. Oh, anyway, so they would leave, uh, BIA, the Baghdad International Airport, which was the main base, you know, in you know, Baghdad, obviously yeah. when we occupied and when they took off, it was an immediate boom, 90 degree bank just, and they would corkscrew mm-hmm. up to like 30,000 feet and, and then we, head out. And most people were throwing up and just like, it was fucking horrible. Like they passed out bags. 
They're like, this is going to happen. They're like, why? They're like, you'll see. And they corkscrew up to 30,000 feet. So and, then, like, and then leave. Yeah. And then leave because it was basically away from, you know, most of the But you would have, you would have thought that, that. The, the aviation group, you know, the people, whoever is controlling the airspace over there or whatever would say, okay, all the military people just let, you know, we have flights are still coming. We have a flight coming out right now. Nobody shoot at it. That's going to be heading west, right now. But if you were over there, let, let's just say that you knew that, but you, and you trusted the air controllers. You know, you say, okay, we know this is kind of a war zone, but we've got people that are have notified the military. I still wouldn't feel safe to get on that airplane. Would you? I mean, yeah. Honestly, but here's the thing: if you wanted to get the fuck out of Iran because of shit's going to go down, I can blend uh, in. Uh, yeah, <laughs> with that head, I don't think so. <laughs> Yeah, can uh, I have the? Uh, do you have a two a burka and a two XL, <laughs> and a whole lot of paint, just dark sort of face? No, no, paint. no, no, no! Don't yeah. get you're gonna get hashtag fucking canceled. Okay, don't do that. All right, don't talk about blackface or brownface or like anything. I, I assumed it was okay though if it were if it was Iranian or something. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I will say there's uh, something like something to be said for like uh, that, like. There's no terrorist, at least in my lifetime, that I've ever heard of that had two million people show up for a funeral. Yeah, that shit fucking scares me. And a, bit. a lot of people died during the funeral. Yeah, like four. <laughs> it was like forty or fifty or something. I shouldn't laugh at that because it is sad, but like, oh God, I mean, it's like forty people died. That's eh, not that bad of a percentage when it comes to like two million people in the streets. Right, right. What what's that percentage, Paul, Mister Math Guy? Got to have a little bit. Got a few losses. What's the percentage? I can't. If you were to divide these forty uh, people, the big 40, number into the small number, then you'll get some. Duh, 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 duh. Thank you. I know how to do it. I'm just wondering right. if you, Mister Fucking Will Fucking Hunting over here, I, who thinks he can do math. I'm not a fucking one of those damn machines that you flip beads back and forth and try to calculate things out with. An abacus. Thank you. I'm not one of those. Clearly, math is not your strong suit, and neither are words. I'm a little so better. So what is it? I don't know what my strong suit is. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I've been able to just bullshit my way through these repairs of aircraft. aircraft. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's what it is. That's not safe. <laughs> what? Do you work for Boeing? <laughs> oh, oh. boo! But you're right. If you're in, if you're in Tehran, and you you got okay, you guys can hang out here. With war could be ensuing, <laughs> right. or you get on that plane and fly out of here through the that's, active military zone. That's kind of like a Richie Valens oh big bopper <laughs> yeah, kind of situation. Like, what do you do? I it's like, are we going to freeze your dick off on the bus, or are you going to get on the plane? We're going to get on the plane, and then and then that's the day the music died. Yeah, and oh no, we didn't get to hear. I, you know, I'm most sad about uh, Buddy uh, Buddy Holly. Yeah, yeah. Just because his, his he was really just killing it, and you know he was booked. Uh, people booked him based on his sound. Didn't know he was white. They yeah, thought think, he was. Think black. about what Buddy Holly could have done. Like, what what would he have done had he continued and been able to continue? You know, I like been, to think that incredible. he would have uh, hopefully murdered Elvis in a duel on his front lawn of Graceland, burned Graceland to the ground. You think Elvis... And would have got, been given a Nobel Peace Prize for it. I think Elvis was a saboteur for that airplane. Ooh. I think you're probably right. He's like, ah, look at all that talent, and I have none. I better take them <laughs> gotta, down. Gotta get him out of here now. God, I hate Elvis so much. I don't hate Elvis. Right. I just, I don't, I, I think he's he is the most overrated artist in the world. Didn't really have a lot. I mean, everything's personal, like your personal tastes of how you're going to have a home or decorate or do whatever. And, oh, my God. Have oh you been to Graceland? God. 
I've driven I, past it. That's all you, you can smell it. You that's can all smell you the, do. the like, tackiness oh from it. God. It's kind of weird too because uh, if you're growing up and you ever think of Graceland, which I know you didn't very often, or you thought that you thought, "Fuck that guy." No, thinking. I no. You know what? This is this is not some some like idea that was put in my head by like my mom or my dad, stepdad, grandparents, something like that. No, this is just I never quite understood why people liked Elvis so much. Yeah, but I also feel like the same people that really like Elvis really think that the '50s and '60s were the good old days. Or the you know the the when things were really good and like they were really good for like white males yes who and, like and, Elvis and plus that's when you, it when you look back like that quite often you you tend to remember more of the positives unless yeah. you've been in a hor- unless it's a horrible situation right like I don't think that many Jewish people look back on the 30s and 40s as the good old days ever no you know they might not mm-hmm. that would, that would be an exception right. So, but quite often you, you get rid of the bad. You remember the good. Oh, I remember. Yeah. High school was so awesome. And then this and then that. And went here and traveled. And my, I'm like, going, no, it no, wasn't. No. Awful. Although if I had the knowledge that I have now, because we've talked about this before, because mm. I know you could not wait to get the hell out of high school. I could, but if I had yes. a time and a time period, if I was like, uh, what's his face in Slaughterhouse Five, you get unstuck in time. If you, if you, or whatever, I think that's the book. Anyway, uh, whenever you, you – know, if I had to choose where I was going to be stuck, mm-hmm. like, in time, it would be the last two years of high school. Like, it, like With the, the knowledge like that, that I have now today. Like that movie with Tom Hanks who was stuck in the airport. Remember that one? Big? <laughs> I wasn't stuck in an airport. <laughs> I fucking cracked myself up. What is that called? The Terminal. Which was filmed at uh, – Is it called the, the Terminal? Yeah. yeah okay. so, and it was filmed at Vegas, at the Vegas airport, before that terminal was, was open. Yeah. Yeah, the one you have to take the tram to was that uh, D, D gates. Yeah, that, that's what I do. Yeah, the yeah that. So you have to take the tram to, and then you go up those the long, like, escalator, long escalator with all the statues. I gotta stuff. watch that movie again. Yeah, look at that. I had no idea. When you go there, the next time you fly out of there, and you go to the D gates like that or the D terminal. Yeah. Look at the chairs. Okay. Those cha- the, cha- the they're unmistakable. They're aluminum. So the, it was brand new. Aluminum. They hadn't really opened it up yet. That's why they, they said great not, movie they had, set. Exactly. Here it is. They had not opened it, and that's where they filmed it. Okay. Yep. Huh. Uh, I know too much shit like that, but I can't do math and right. do tips in my head. So, so, uh, so you're you were stuck. You were stuck like uh, if I if I could guy. if if I would if I had to choose to be stuck a, in a time, time to be a time frame to be stuck and stay there. And if I had the knowledge that I have now, it would be the last two years of high school because I had a ton of fun. I had a ton of fun. I never got in any sort of real big trouble. I met a handful of people that I'm still friends with to this day, and it wasn't that bad. Now, granted, I did move out here in that time frame, mm-hmm. you know, and that was a hell of an adjustment. But again, like it was a new start for me. I, things weren't going all that awesome. Like they were OK in Ohio, but like it's like a new start for me and all that. So it was it, honestly I would do that. Now, um, w- uh, I heard someone as a, I don't even know who this person is. She was like, oh, you know, I just remember she was probably in her 30s, 20s or 30s, late 20s, early 30s. I'm walking in front of her, headed to up to my office, you know, at work. And I hear her in the back, like like 10, 15 feet behind me go, you know, I just was thinking like the best time of my life was definitely in middle school. <laughs> and I 
<laughs> I'm sorry, you were taking a drink when I said that. I didn't even notice. <laughs> he almost just dusted the microphone, folks. Oh, my God. Okay, so first off, fuck you if you had a good time in middle school. You're the one making the rest of us feel like shit. Middle and, school? Yeah, right? So I turned, I just, I stopped dead in my tracks and turned around, and I'm like, did you just say middle school was the best time of your life? Her friend's eyes lit up. It's and been downhill she, since yeah, middle school. Her friend, I'm like, no, like the day of middle school, and I was like, oh so this is what it feels like to hate yourself and it's kind of been like that ever since so yeah i just was like really that was that was your that was the, the best time of your life did, and, did you delve at all and, and say she, why or what did you do no or? she's just like i'm i'm sorry i'm like it, you didn't offend me i just I, i've never heard anybody say that they no. had a good time in middle school yeah. ever because we're awkward and going through puberty and like you you don't know what to do and you don't know if you're if you're gonna cry. And, and, and school's why. kind of uncomfortable sometimes because like, it's like ah. Oh. Like they they have boobs now and you're just like right. oh god what am I supposed to do? I, I know and people that have gone things. further back like say oh yeah when I was a child and I was four or five years old and and uh, you know visit my grandmother and we we'd go walking in the grass next to the goose pond and feed the geese and not a care in the world. You, you know just what I'm painted a verbal Norman Rockwell painting that right, never that, happened. But people think about I think when you're being a child. Uh, well, yeah. like you have no responsibility. Let's say you lived in an okay home and your parents were reasonably attentive. And, you know, it's like, oh, great. And you looked forward to Christmas and you got good. You know, I could see yeah. someone really liking that because when I, what's the breakfast, the, the uh, breakfast in America album from uh, Super, Super Tramp. Tramp. Thank Don't you. bring up Super Tramp. Not on this, the day that Neil Pert died. I'm so sorry. How dare you bring up a shit-ass It's shit turning into man. another music episode. I'm, tr- I'm talking so much shit about Super Tramp just to make Chris mad. <laughs> he loves Super uh, Tramp. And right? he has that record. Like, he right. doesn't even, it's not even playable. He uses, I think it's just, like, up as a poster. Well, what's that song? It's like, uh, when I was young, it seemed like was so, life was so life was wonderful. Life was so wonderful. wonderful. It was called Lyrical. It was called the Something, they call the Something Song. Lyrical song is that what it's called? It may be lyrical. Something I have no idea. Let me let me look it up because you brought up fucking Super so, Tramp. So sorry. And then when I hear the word Super Tramp, you know what I think of? You should know what I'm thinking of. Uh, Into the Wild. Oh, Alexander, Alexander Super, Super Tramp. Tramp. Whenever I think about it, I uh, whenever I hear the hear the name Super Tramp, I think of first uh, Tim Robbins's character in the movie High Fidelity. Okay. That there's that that John Cusack is like that. It's like his, his ex girlfriend's new boyfriend who comes in and is like, you know, I'd like to do some conflict conflict resolution, and he's like, get the fuck out of here, Super Tramp fan, you patchouli stink <laughs> motherfucker. And he's like, it's like a it's like a uh a, like a daydream that he's having where he kicks the hell right. out of this guy and kicks right. him out of his record store. Then I think of Alexander Super Tramp and then the I logical think of- song. That's it. So logical. <clears throat> That's wonderful. it. Or yeah, Ill, okay. it's either illogical. I'm sorry. I should. Uh, sorry, Chris. Can we be done with this? It's either the logical song or the illogical song. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Anybody, could, we've proven that we've talked this before. Someone could come in here right now and give us a topic or a word. And yeah. We, we just run with it. I think we need to start just bringing our uh, our our listeners in and okay. just doing that. Right. That's not actually our three listeners. Four. I think it was four, four. As of the other night, like like one. Yeah, Joe bumped shout up out, our listenership to uh, by six. <laughs> hey, shout out to uh, uh, I have no idea your names. I know one of you is a doctor, but I'm not going to call you out. You listen to podcasts, and you're at Blackbridge Brewery. 
this uh, the other night, Wednesday night. There's some attractive trivia. women at that table, if I recall. There it is. I was waiting for Paul to make it but weird. But they were. And he fucking it's not made it weird. weird. They were attractive I, uh, ladies. I, uh, they, I apologize, ladies, that, uh, for my friends. So sorry. Uh, he hasn't made it out and of all middle the pig, school. Pygmies and uh, apologize to all the, the pygmies whatever. And that, the, that's what. <laughs> Paul, you ignorant slut. <laughs> that's apparent. Look, I did not approach any of them. I didn't leer at them. I because I had to hold you back. Okay, that's not true. Actually, I was very low on energy. It didn't take much to hold me back because I'm almost zero calorie intake. No calorie intake. It's like, uh, let me hold you back. I'm like, okay. No, that was when we went and ate. You had yeah. a lot of calories. Actually, I had some nice, nice protein. But my our brains, all of our brains were off. Yeah. For that team trivia. Yeah, it was dumb. Uh, it was. I uh, felt dumb. I, well, Julia's I, brain was off. She admitted she was off. My well, my was brain off. was off because I was still panicky from you fucking assholes and your okay. math professor. So the logical song. I'm sorry. What are we going back to? We have to. We have to, we have to bring the. I, what was that topic? Back. It was two years. It was two years. That if you had to go back in like two years. Of oh your life. yes. Uh, but I, yeah, it would not be middle school. No, middle school was really. But no. it would, it's funny because I even kind of talking shit to that girl. We, we she we're friends now. Okay, and she's like, I because I told her I'm like you know uh, you, if you were if you had a good time in middle school, you're probably the one creating a bad time for other people, and okay. her friend fucking bust up laughing because they both went to school together, and she's like you were kind of a prissy. Stuck up like your cheerleader type, and I'm like, oh, I know that type. I definitely know that type. And she's like, I'm not like that anymore, though. And I'm like, honey, you're. I don't know how old you are, but you're at least ten years out of middle school. Yeah, it's okay. None of us are the same person we were back then. So, anyway. um, I was, have been thinking about this. You're thinking about being stuck in a time, and I thought I can't think of a certain one that I would strongly favor. Like, really, if I had to commit to being stuck in a Time place, but then I, I think I figured it out. It would be just after high school, the second time. This is really, this is not even that exciting. But the second time I went to to the German sailplane factory that I worked at, I just loved doing that. It was it was kind of uncomfortable because I didn't speak the language very well. I was learning it and stuff, but it was it was just a hell of an experience. It sounds I, like it. I could see so much cool stuff, drink so much fantastic beer, and work on these fantastic modern flying machines that was creating all this. I mean, that was really a cool chunk of time. I think if I could go back, I'd like to go back there again and do it again, you know, kind of thing, not to recreate it, but just to learn. So I know that's not a, that sounds like a really almost a geeky thing because it's not like party time or fun or whatever. No, it sounds like, it it sounds like the perfect mixture of good time and learning something new and being turned on by learning. I got to fly over there. I traveled around, got to go to, you know, Neuschwanstein castle and all that she, you know, it was just a cool built, thing. Built by crazy King Ludwig II. Yes, he was crazy. He built it for his mistress, I believe, or his girlfriend or something like that. That sounds about right. Or both. That's what, that's what the billionaires are doing now. You know, they're building, you know, <laughs> we don't have the paupers on our level don't have this kind of money. That's what they're doing. Crazy Bezos poppers. and all those fuckers. <laughs> Bezos. It's called Bezos a popper <laughs> compared to, you know, crazy King Ludwig. Yeah, they had all the money back then. Like Speaking all of Speaking of, of, uh, of deviants. Yeah. Did you watch any of the Golden Globes? No. Like the like Ricky Gervais. Oh his. no, I I downloaded that to watch that, and I I was watching going. I didn't know this was a roast. It, he was roasting everybody. And he's there. done that. This is the fifth year in a row, and it's the last year he's going to do it. That's okay. a, or if, I don't know if it's fifth year in a row. It's the fifth time he's done it, and he's not going to do it anymore. There were shots in the audience, of course. And they were like going, "Oh my god!" I mean, they were yeah, they, they were seriously kind of shocked. He, what he made it. <laughs> he made a joke about. 
<laughs> Felicity Huffman, like, you know, I don't know if she's in prison, but she's going to prison for, yes, for, the, for, school. for the school, yeah. like, thing. And he's made a comment about uh, Felicity Huffman making, <laughs> making, they didn't, it's, I can't even finish the joke. He said uh, something to the effect of, yeah, Felicity Huffman couldn't be here tonight, but the license plate that she made for your Rolls Royces are. (laughs) And I was like, oh. And there was like 15 people in the audience that laughed, and everyone else is like, oh, that's bad. (laughs) And the thing is, is like, yeah, they have high-powered like Hollywood money and all that stuff, but... They didn't do anything different than any uh, anyone else would no. do for their kid to get no. him into school. The other thing and the is fucked if, up thing is, is like that's that that kid now, like that's going to be a lifetime of embarrassment for that kid. It is kind of interesting too, because I it's, it's hard, I guess if you were to pigeonhole Gervais in a, in a category of if you were an, you know an American, you know, would he be a libertarian? Do you think? Uh no, no. I would say he's your your pretty typical uk liberal okay absolutely but he's telling everybody just take their war and, and go and sit the fuck down quit don't talk about how this or save even the world i mean he was just railing on him for yeah having a cause or doing this or doing that or i think right? i think Wasn't it's a, yeah because what i forget exactly how he worded it, but you're right he said that a couple times because it would get up there and rant about it yeah like it's kind of not the like the the golden globes are if i remember correctly it's those people, no, it's a Hollywood foreign press. Never mind. I was thinking it was uh, that's the the SAG awards. The SAG awards are the awards that they give themselves, mm-hmm. and that's where they say, "Don't bring it political." Like, let's talk about the art. It's we're all artists. This is our, you know, the guild. Yeah, that's why it's not called a union. It's a guild because mm-hmm. we're all artists. We're gonna do this, and we like I have a SAG card. But anyway, you know what I mean. And they say not to do that, but like the Golden Globes, I think he just was like just done with the political shit. Like yeah. let's. Because that stuff, just it take also, your award. Let's move on. Yes. It also makes it tough for him to crack jokes. That's true too. Yeah, like and they're they're kind of stepping on his toes too. Yeah, you know. So I get that. So eh, whatever. He's not going to do it again. Okay. You know so what I do love about that guy though? Yeah. He drinks beer. He's drinking beer on like it's oh I on, saw it's that on the lectern. Yeah, man. It was right there. That yeah. cracks me up. I have a question that I know you're going to be able to answer because it has to do with awards in Hollywood and entertainment and that kind of stuff. So. um I just learned about this. I've forgotten about this award, but I think Alice, my stepmother, knew about it. So it was right around the time of the Academy Awards when they go on. I think it goes on almost concurrently or just before the Academy Awards. There's another award that happens that's that the stars are really only there or the two artists are only there, and they just recognize each other. It's not all frou-frou, frou-frou with commercials and stuff. There's some other... Did you hear... What I just said. What, what what did you say? The SAG Awards. Oh, the that okay, Screen no, okay, Actors. Okay, okay, I didn't know that that's what it was called. I'm sorry. All right, we're going to be uh, interviewing people to be my fucking replacement. Maybe did you we'll just find say that it happened at the same time? Did yes. You, I, no, no, you didn't. I, no, I didn't say that it happens around the same time. I did, I, but it's award season. That's why they call it award season. They all okay. happen around the same time. You never hear about, oh, look at them in their tuxedo in July in L.A. Okay, they don't I have apologize. That. I listened to what and you I, said, but I, I was the, unaware. the SAG Awards or the awards ceremony that they don't want. Uh, they're like, don't be political. It's all about the art. Have you ever watched together and they give Yeah. It's very good. Yeah. No, it, it is. It's, it's it's not super frilly and stuff like no. that. Yeah. No. it's That's why I'm knowledgeable about it because I was just fucking talking about it. <laughs> so when I first saw that, I I think it was in like a big tent before, like a, a pro- big proper tent, though. You know what I mean? It was... It was set up someplace. You're always pitching a tent, aren't you? <laughs> you know what I mean? Some of those uh-huh. really fancy, expensive. I think it was done in, in some area. I'm pretty sure the SAG Awards are at an actual building. Okay. Well, this one didn't look like it. 
Okay. So maybe it's not the maybe, same. Well, maybe, well, whatever. Uh, I know the SAG Awards are voted on and presented to and presented by uh, actors. Yeah. Actors, and it, and directors, it, cinematographers, like everybody, anybody who's in And from what I saw, yeah. it's it's less formal, like people that, yeah. you know, no one's got prepared speeches and things like that. And they're, they're, they just go up and they start, they talk about what they do or or they just thank people. It's a normal conversation yeah. almost. It's almost, and they're having a good time. Because they're not worried about what camera's on them right now, if they're picking their nose or if they're, you know, looking funny or something like that. Now, there is an award uh, ceremony that goes on around the same time as the Oscars. In fact, it might be the same week as the Oscars. This is what I'm this is okay, what I was talking that, about. Now nah, I'm going to get into something else. Oh, okay. The Golden Raspberries. Oh. The okay. Razzies. This, this, was not, ever, this was not a Razzie. Have you ever yeah. watched any of those? I think I have, yeah. The funniest shit, though, is that nobody, nobody ever shows up to collect their awards. <laughs> <laughs> right, because they're get, because it's in, getting, insult, insulting, right? Yes. Paul Verhoeven, you know who that is? Paul Verhoeven, uh, Paul Verhoeven did uh, Total Recall, the original one, and he did um, Showgirls and all these like tra- just kind of trashy, violent for the sake of violent and titties for the sake of titties. Like that doesn't, it's not, doesn't push the plot forward. He just knows right. he'll sell tickets. But that makes a chunk of money, a but little that's his, chunk of money. But yeah. that's his style and that's sure. what he does and he doesn't make any... Like, he doesn't make any pretensions about it. He's not like, I'm an artist. He's like, this is what I put out there. Right. People like it, and I have a house, and I paid for my family for it, so fuck you. Mm-hmm. Which I, I appreciate that. Sure. Even though most of his movies are shit. Yep. But I, like, I, uh, Showgirls really helped me out when I was 14. And <laughs> there is a market, and, smaller market than the big stuff. It's, it's a huge fucking market. But it's no, not. Like, a, like is it's it a, massive like they're talking it's about? It's a the... massive market, okay. and it's worldwide. Yeah, it's, okay. it's way, it's, yeah. Okay. I mean, all those movies make money. So, but sure. anyway, Paul Verhoeven showed up to collect his. Unlike cats, apparently. Went, oh God. <laughs> they make. Money. I want to watch cats, but I don't want to walk out of there. I don't. I walk in. I walk in the theater to see cats. And I'm afraid that when I leave, I'll be in. I'll be like a furry. Like a, you know what? A furry, oh, you're furry. gonna you're, you're go into that. I don't want to get into that because I was like, okay, Taylor Swift looks really hot as a cat. You're going. Oh wow. But you're, she's naked, but she's not naked, and it's weird, and but, I just don't like it. But I, you're it right. I bet people. I bet some people that have watched that are getting are beginning into that. They're gonna, I get. That's no what questions. I just said. That's I know. Why I, no, that's you're why I to. don't want to. Yeah, I'm completely scared to death. And like, but I. You're vulnerable but, right now. I am vulnerable <laughs> right now. And it's. I heard it's not as faithful to the musical as uh, as I had hoped. So I I'm saw that like, musical. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Well, you're a cat person. I enjoy cats. <laughs> Anyway, so Paul Verhoeven has showed up to pick up like three of three awards, right? Okay. The only other person that I know of is Sandra Bullock. <laughs> That's perfect. Sandra Bullock. Showed, this is the same year that I think she was nominated for an Oscar, or the it was the the uh, the what's the super sad movie with the kids, like the 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 big football black kid, where she took him in the yeah, blind yeah, side, yeah, blind yeah. side. Yeah. Okay. Right. So I never saw that. Oh, you didn't see that? Oh, yeah. Well, if you're having a really good day and you need a a good cry, a Mm -hmm. good solid cry, Mm -hmm. watch that because you'll cry like eight times. Depressed for the whole. No, you won't be depressed because it's like a it's an uplifting movie. But there's just some points that are really really Uh. sad, like the kid walking home from school in the rain with his backpack just getting soaked, Mm -hmm. and he's just and she's like, stops. Do you need a ride, honey? And he's like, no, it's okay, thank you. I live in a bad neighborhood, and I'm just like. Oh, we're eight minutes into this movie and I can't handle this. Fuck that. Anyway, um, yeah, so, uh, she, but she did some other movie that was fucking terrible that same year. Mm-hmm. So 
in one movie, either she was nominated for an, an Academy Award or that movie was nominated for an Academy Award, one, like, a, like an Oscar. And she showed up again? And, and the, but the, that, the good movie. Oh, yes. Right, the blind side. And so she attended one ceremony, and she actually showed up because she's a good sport. Sure. Because she knows she's done some shit movies. Right. We all got to pay rent or, in some mm-hmm. cases, uh, bribe people to get into college, like mm-hmm. Felicity Huffman. And uh, I, I fucking think it's funny as hell that she showed up to Collector Word, and she had an acceptance speech that she wrote and everything. <laughs> That's great. That, you need to have a sense of humor about your craft, I feel like. That's you, like you. Like, you. like whenever like a, one of your plastic airplanes falls out of the sky that you worked on, you just and somebody turn, dies. You, you turn away. And, and you're like, well, well, Boeing killed like 350 people right. like in one year. I only killed right. like three so far. This is only the, th- yeah, I'm, I'm doing pretty good. I've been doing this for a while. Yeah, and I told their family I would fix it. Right. You know, I would right. s- scrape the guts out of it. <laughs> That's fucking dark. Oh my god. Yes, you, that's bad. Yes, that's what? bad. So golden raspberries. We need to. We need to make it a point to try and get invited to the golden raspberries. The golden. You know some Hollywood. I know oh. a few. I know a few people, and I might actually be able to make something like that happen. But I don't know how exclusive it is. Paul hears something. It's weird. Okay. Paul hears noises. Yeah. It's probably the grow house off gassing again. I hear dead people. I hear dead people. Folks, every once in a while, I'll drive out here. And there's a medical cannabis grow operation that they have to vent. Some people may not know. We're at the Kingman Airport. We're not to tell. Okay. Fine. That's fine. Whatever. Now, now they know. It's whatever. I just, I know people that work there. I know that they kind and of value UFO, their And UFO secrecy. storage center. Yeah, UFO, the hair care entire center. UFO storage. Just sign out front. Where do y'all keep the aliens? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they have to vent uh, gases because yes. it just gets to be too much and, you know, too much oxygen and the plants will die. Yeah, if the wind is just CO2. right. And the, which it, oftentimes it is. It's just like, it just smells up the whole place. Yeah. It smells like a skunk sprayed in here. It does. Kind of like that time a skunk. Remember that time the, there was a skunk in here? Yeah, I was sitting on that chair over there and I, and I saw a movement from the corner of my eye. And I thought, <laughs> first I thought, it's, it can't be a person. There's no way. And I thought, oh, it's that cat. There's a cat that's. Yeah. Stray around the kids care of all the rodents, not in the. But then I looked over and fucking skunk is just right there between the two refrigerators. Uh oh, between two fridges with the skunk. <laughs> <laughs> and it's got its nose and went, oh my god. And now, but I, I didn't know anything about skunks. What? <laughs> you know, didn't they not have skunks in the south? Well, they no, we do. But I, I didn't know. You know, it, you know, if I turn and it sees me, is that going to be enough to have oh. it? Start spraying. I didn't know I any of this. I don't think they can see that well, if I remember correctly, because they don't. I've I've actually walked up to them before. Right. Um, I've walked up to them before, and then I've seen other people walk like within five feet of them. Yeah. And they and you kind of stomp your foot, and then they'll they'll usually run off. The spraying you is like a last line yes, of defense. I learned all that when I was yeah. out there googling it, because and I think I talked. I think I texted you too, and I got I got a problem. You did. I was sitting at the I hospital just... work, and I was cracking the fuck up because you like I got a skunk problem, and I was like. Is that code for you're out of weed? And like, no, I have an actual fucking skunk problem. <laughs> so, but what was funny that is that I didn't, you know, I didn't know any of this. And what happened was I left that door open and that door open. I think it was a summertime. I just come back from Scottsdale working on an airplane down there. And I, and I opened up the hangar door and was letting, trying to get cool air in the office just because. And I was doing some paperwork or doing whatever. And then that's when it, so that's why it came in. Yeah. Because I left the main door open, came in there, and then it just. Wasn't it probably smelled food in here because we guarantee have you did food right here. So I'm like, oh my fuck, what do I do? You know, I, and the first thing I thought was, holy shit, if this fucking thing sprays in this office, 
you know, and a lot of people use this office. I said, this is going to be a major, major problem. It would be, it would basically anything that's fabric in here would have to be thrown away and burnt. Yeah. Um, and you'd have to repaint all the walls. Yeah. Because that smell would be in there. And then you'd have to use kills. I'm sure like you'd have to use kills and then regular paint. So anyway, and, and you would, and and you you yourself would not be able to smell anything but skunk mm-hmm. in your nostrils for um three weeks mm-hmm. minimum. Yeah, they're fucking, they're nasty. It's some noxious chemicals that come out of them. So what happened was I, uh, yeah, that's lovely. <laughs> it's a trailer for the uh, oh, it's forensic files. That's lovely. Yeah. I hate TV. Yeah. So anyway, so anyway. I, I finally got out into the uh, this lovely store. Got out, out into the hangar. And uh, it came, it came out, and was still sniffing around. It was sniffing around. It was. It started to go upstairs. Started walking. I'm going. Oh God! But then it came back. It only went up a little bit and came back down. Okay, cool. Now it's down. It's now now it's kind of way around over here. So I walked way around in the hangar, and then closed that door over there, that far door. So we couldn't go in there. And then I want to make sure. And I think it came. It, then it went back in this door. Came in here. I had a bunch of like wine bottles and milk bottles, the glass ones in the corner over there. I could hear bottles clanking around. <laughs> I'm going, it's going to knock over a bottle. I said, if not over a bottle and it cracks, is it going to scare? Is it going to, then it's going to spray? What's it going to do? <laughs> you, you're describing in your mind, you're describing every skunk as a skunk who's like a Vietnam vet. Exactly. That's like, like just PTSD. Yeah. It's got PTSD. <laughs> no, man, I don't think they're they're They don't. Right. But it was kind of, and it did it did see me at some point. It kind of looked at me for a couple seconds, and I thought, and I just stood still and went. And it's mine. I can hear him going, "Oh, okay," and just kind of kept nosing around, you know, like it's no big deal. But then it came, eventually came back. I said, "It's got to come out." I said, "I am not leaving here until that motherfucker comes out of this door because that's the only way I can get out." And it did eventually came out and went around that way. It went to the other door, mm-hmm. in which I had closed. So then, Ooh, look at you out, Fox, and that yeah. funk. Oh, at Fox the skunk. That's good. I'm so <laughs> proud of you. So then, then um, it kind of went around a little bit, and, went, and so I came running over here real quickly and closed this door and went, "Fine, now it's not going to be in the office. I know that much. You know, I know that it's not going to be in the office." So then, uh, I thought he's not going to eat anything. He, she, whatever. There's nothing out in the in the shop of any real interest. I'm sure it's all about food. They're nocturnal. I learned that. So they got to be. You didn't know skunks were nocturnal. I, Joe, I don't just know about skunks. Didn't you pay attention in any class ever other know. than math? I I, I, I I, probably assumed they were. It's got to be. It's, it was dark, so they had to be, you know, nocturnal. <laughs> so. But the thing is, is you didn't, I, if, if I remember correctly, you didn't know. I didn't if really it was know gone, you weren't 100% certain it was gone. Right, so what happened, so then I knew it was somewhere over there wandering around, so then I came back in this. This uh, um, um, door, and then closed it. Went okay, fine. It's not coming in here anymore. And I knew the other main door, the hangar was open. So I thought maybe it'll do. Sometime it's got to leave. It's not going to just camp well, out. There's in no here. food out there, right? There's yeah. no food out here. It's gonna. It's it's wandering around. It's going to leave. It's going to move on. <laughs> so maybe 30 minutes later, I said, okay, I'm gonna walk out there now and carefully look and go walk out the perimeter and just. And I looked several times, real thoroughly, everywhere. Upstairs, downstairs, the perimeter, didn't see it. And I went, fine, closed the big doors down and said, fine, it's not in here now. So that's that you exciting, know of. exciting story. I'm people. sure folks think it's funny the shit that you don't know about skunks that I thought was common knowledge. Maybe I, I knew they Maybe stunk. I'm some sort of weird skunk spurt. 
You know, and, and then, I fucking know things. So the last couple months, two skunks are, have been killed in the road out here in the industrial park. So are you the murderer? Uh, no, I wasn't. But I went. I wonder if that's it. And then like three weeks later, like, oh, there's another one. I wonder if that's it. You have a lot of skunks downtown. I understand. Colin, yeah. Colin talks about it all the time. He's like, I'm yeah, tired that's of why skunks. I'm a skunk expert. Okay, there you go. I've never seen one uh, at my house. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that uh, so you walk in the neighborhood? Uh, Jasmine's had problems. I know Cullen's had problems. And I know that they're all over the school all the time. They find them inside the school constantly, oh, which is so funny to me. Like that brand new school has to smell like skunk. Has to. Yeah. So funny. Yeah. What are you looking at? There, well, there's a guy up there that looks like on CNN that looks like D.B. Cooper. Kinda. He looks like Kinda. every guy from the '60s with those glasses and that fucking hair. And why is it everybody in the like, like at the age of 25 in the '60s had like gray at the temples? Dude, what's do you that know all that, about? What's the uh, what's the guy that owned the Woodstock farm? Uh, not it's not Woodstock because that's where not where it was actually. Uh, he, Max Yasger. He died my age. Yeah. Now, he died very young. He died in like 1974. Now, but or if you look at him on the stage with his the old. He looks, was wearing. That's what I'm talking about. He looks about. old. He I'm going, looks like that. He's that got guy a fucking, died when he was mine. Like a couple years later, he was short my sleeve age. shirt with yeah. a tie, white shirt tie with those glasses, those buzz cut, buzz cut, flat right. top, right? And, it, and, it, and it's like, well, you know, guys, thanks so much for all you hippies for coming out. And that guy was because people talked about him during the Woodstock thing. They said, you know, he was he was a conservative, very much so. And he said, but he valued freedom, absolutely, and people to do stuff. And, and that's why I let them have the yeah. have the thing there, which and is a really, bunch of naked women, which, which is I'm really sure cool. Nice. I mean, that's kind of a, that's yeah. a really cool that whole thing. The, tr- the 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 oh, it, it, did we? It was one death. As we looked it up, they only had one death, and that was the I thought there was the, two. You got run over by a yeah, the poor guy that had the that got yeah run over like. Run over by a tractor. I ran, he was over, sleeping I in ran a field. over a bunch of rabbits in my a lawnmower one time. Okay, we don't need to relive this story because I don't like it. It was awful. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, yeah, that's what I. When I heard that, I thought, oh, I did that to a bunch of rabbits. <laughs> yeah, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. I felt really bad. I'm not going to give you any it's details. It's not like they're old enough to like have lived a life or anything. Right. I, I felt really, really bad. I mean, I just it was like, oh my god. You know, and I didn't kill them all, you know, and then whatever. You didn't? No. What, did you go back over it? No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> he, used a lawn, he used a lawnmower, folks. Right. It, he didn't like the rabbits in his yard, so he just mowed no, them down. No, that's not it. It was very tall, thick grass, and they had made, I had to mow the backyard in a while. Oh, it's a front yard, but I, I got to get that backyard mowed, you know. So they were down in there. I don't know if, what they, there was a number, whatever, anyway. It was bad. So I felt bad. At some point, I talked to my father that evening or whatever. And what's going on? You know, I said, well, I just ran out a bunch of rabbits in the lawnmower day. And I said, it's awful. It's just the sound, the fucking, and they're screaming, missing parts of their bodies and shit. It's like, it was awful. It was a war zone. So that's really what it was like. He goes, remember when I said I didn't want to talk about this because it's right now we are. Yeah. So he said, look, this is not gonna make you feel any better because he likes my father has got a soft whatever. You know, he does. He, He goes, I'm just. But don't feel horrible about it. There's a lot of those around. You know, it's, at least there's not like you've run over a. It wasn't like a white rhino baby. <laughs> Something like that. This is the last white rhino on earth. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Old Paul's out there in the backyard in the, in the, 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 the South 40. 
That's with his brush hog. This is the same backyard, did I tell you, where there were yellow jackets. Did I tell you that story, how, uh, I, how I got rid of them? Uh, no. How did you get rid of the yellow okay. jackets? Did you light the whole place on fire? No, but I was mowing uh, mowing uh, the gra- the same grass. On a, this is a different event. This is I had, There's several events that happened back there. Anyway, so I'm mowing the grass, and there were a few yellow jackets flying around. I'm going, oh, okay, a yellow jacket. And I don't. a lot of people freak out over wasp and yell and things like that they just freak the fuck yeah i just don't there's two types of people out there that freak about that those have been stung and those that haven't i have been stung but i thought i'm just not gonna make a no. not gonna make a fuss i'm just gonna keep mowing and i come back over and, you know now i'm in the next stripe and there's more and then there's more i'm going what the fuck and then all of a sudden then i feel one on my calf or something and then fucker stinging me went what the fuck and then i'm and then i i get it off there i'm going damn that hurt i had some uh what's the shit you can uh benadryl yeah and some benadryl i took some of that and then they're just all swarming i'm going where are these i had no idea yellow jackets lived in, in the, the ground. ground or they can they do whatever yeah coming in and out of the ground i could i'm going what the fuck i was pissed off and i was because i was stung and i was mad it was my yard so i got my truck I, I sealed everything up, turned the vents off, closed the doors and the windows, came around there and just did burnouts over this huge area in my backyard, digging up the fucking lawn and just ripped that fuck. I was so... That's like the Cousin Eddie school of <laughs> uh, of getting rid of uh, pests. You know, you I, probably I, could have done something a little bit fucking better than that. Like maybe just waited till winter. They were gone. I got rid of them. Oh, well... If they did leave. You know what? It's not dumb if it's effective. They did leave. Cousin I Eddie. I had no idea. I thought I was just... I, I thought I was going to poke a hornet's nest. Huh. Uh, no one wanted to hear that. Run over one. I would it, rather anyway. hear, hear the rabbit story again than you crack a stupid-ass joke like that. <laughs> that was pretty bad. But I, I honestly... I, 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 here's what was weird, because I... Oh, are you going to tell me what was weird? <laughs> now, what's weird after that? Because that part wasn't weird. Here's where it gets weird. I grabbed the rabbits, <laughs> the remnants of the rabbits, and I made a stew. <laughs> no. Awesome Pfeffer. No, what happened was is I in the middle of my rage of being mad and my calf stinging and just doing all this stuff, I knew that I had a problem at that point. I mean, I, I said, this is not normal behavior, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say you had a hornet problem. No. no you realize you actually have a problem. I'm going, this is just, I said, and this probably won't end well because what's going to happen is who knows how big this fucking condominium of of uh yeah it could have been the like the beijing of of oh yeah nests and they could have rallied their allies they could have had a a, a consortium of oh god it's of, gonna be like killer bees honeybees oh, they're gonna have a meeting they're gonna have a Bumblebees. high level a high level political meeting like about a sting it. you have like the scorpion is the one who's like everybody comes to order <laughs> exactly. he's all tapping his tail exactly. on the fucking podium and he's like come to order scorpion king is here so i just kept at it and just kicking up dirt all that kind of crap and then i just and then i drove away i'm thinking this is not if so if my neighbors see would you go to go down to the piggly wiggly after that and go get some yeah some the probably so wasp spray i think it went to the k rogers actually the k rogers <laughs> god shout out to whoever one of your family members i believe that now calls it the k rogers the, all like i've i've catch i've caught my mom saying it okay and my brother said it before all right k roger so and it's kroger yes kroger. it's not kroger's it, correct it's kroger but we just say k rogers k rogers because it's funny Apparently, okay. like when my dad calls J.C. Penney Jacques Penney. Exactly, that's yeah. not as funny. Mm-hmm. No. Okay. Um, <laughs> he, he might argue that. <laughs> anyway, 
I was doing it. I knew this wasn't. I said, Paul, there's something wrong with you. This is not. This is not solid behavior. No, it's not. This is not model citizen behavior. Neighborly, whatever. But, but I was yeah, realizing what the while hell I was doing did your neighbors it, think? I, I don't. I don't really know. I you really, didn't even think about that. You're like, no. I'm just going to do donuts. It's my property. <laughs> this is this, in the this actual is what John neighborhood. Locke was talking this about. is an established neighborhood with dogwoods and, <laughs> and nice, nice, <laughs> peaceful area. <laughs> exactly. And meanwhile, you're just like, <laughs> like Wait, that guy like... needs a boyfriend. He really, or a girlfriend, <laughs> or a girlfriend. <laughs> He needs some sort of companion that could talk some fucking sense into oh him. God. Okay. Anyway, that's that's the the yellow jacket story, I, which I'm sure everybody. I think that's a that's a good story to end things on. Okay. Well, rest in peace to uh, the rabbits. I was gonna say uh, something else, but that's fine. We, Neil we can Pert. Knock, we can knock off another thing here. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, 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 no. That's good. Are you okay? I was gonna say I learned. You may know this. This is a real quick topic on autonomous cars, and we're kind of Tesla fans to watch. The stock market's going. Are their stocks stock out of the fucking four fifty one? Was the other day? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, me. so um, anyway, I didn't know this, but Arizona and uh, Nevada, you probably know this, have the most lenient's not the right word, but the most um, accommodating laws when it comes to autonomous vehicles of the entire country. Yes. Yeah, they, we are in the middle of Arizona. Nevada's our neighbor. Yes, this is great. This is great. Or it's going to be really deadly. That'll be fine. Yeah, I mean, yeah. but like again, I'm all in favor of a new plague. So like, sure. yeah. if it's going to be the robots taking over and Tesla's but turning into Terminators, that's fine. who's down. Is it is it Uber that's down in Phoenix area that's playing around with uh, uh, autonomous stuff? I think Uber. There's Uber and then another uh, company. Yeah, yeah. There's another one. and and I, I'll I, my buddy Josh who listens to the podcast. He'll he'll be like, "Hey, stupid! We were just talking about this because I can't remember." He he's the one that brought up the point where uh, nobody's going to care what brand the autonomous cars are because the brand's not going to nobody's going to recognize the brand. True, yeah. Because do you know what brands of like train you've ridden on like who right, built it right no it's if you don't own blah, it blah, blah, if blah, you don't blah. personally own it if you're gonna get a rot you yeah, give it public shit? transport you don't really right. know what the brand is because it because the value is not you owning it and the fact that you pay it's, you pay for it it's, it's the ride it's the it's the ride yeah exactly yeah but, but yeah i did know that and that's i did know that about arizona and nevada because um well arizona made it they made it a, like a governor Ducey made a big big to do about it a couple of years ago good for him yeah. uh trying to um Get those businesses here, yes. You know, and and that and and it's worked. And the same thing with with Nevada. Uh, they don't like the taxi drivers. Yeah, think about like that at the state level. I've I've read articles about this before. Like they, the because the taxi used to be the taxi like union was very very powerful in Nevada. Mm-hmm. Not so much anymore with uh, Uber and Lyft. I was going to say know, that's that's thing. that's certainly weakened. Well, they tried to fight and kick Uber and Lyft out of the state a few years ago. And the taxi drivers did. Okay. Yeah, the taxi yeah. drivers did. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Uber's got a $3 billion valuation. They have enough money to throw way more money than the fucking taxi mm-hmm. union. Like, the thing is, is that I, I'm, I'm like, don't just that. That's one of those times where I'm, I'm in favor of the government stepping out and be like, let the free market take care of it. Right. I, in that case, I think that's a good idea or it was a good idea. So I assume a lot of this in Nevada is coming from the Vegas area, I imagine. They're like, yes. they're like fuck it, we're going to do, we're going to be try to be forward thinking, yeah. forward moving, all that kind of thing. That's but also, remember where the supercharger is. Tesla has, Tesla has their own uh, supercharger. The fucking, what's the thing? The, the, 
the battery plant up in Reno, oh, outside yes. of Reno, in yeah, Spring Valley it, or whatever. Up in Sparkville or whatever they're Sparks. calling it, or Sparks, Nevada. That's it, yeah. It's, is it Sparks? Yeah, it's is it near, near Sparks? Reno. Yes, it's near... It's called Sparks, Nevada, I believe. And yeah, always, that's, but that was that Sparks has been a town for. It happened to be years. that. I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, uh, Mr. Musk thought it was cute. I'm sure he thought it was cute. Yeah. So I I still am impressed at him telling Texas to go fuck themselves. Uh, remember that. Remember when Rick Perry, uh, when he was like, "No, you guys, Tesla, you should come here, build your uh, right, build your plant, plant here, here, blah 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 blah." And he's like, "No, remember when you wouldn't let me sell cars? Sell cars? I had to have a dealership, and you network. blocked my business. You're, you're." He said, "They're lucky that I actually let cars in or people in Texas buy my cars." Yeah, is what he said. He was like real. Just laying out the long dick, and Rick Perry like apologized, and the and then a bunch of people were like, "Fuck you, Rick Perry." Yeah, uh, you'd think that they would say, "Fuck you, Steve Perry." <laughs> I should have been gone. <laughs> All right, with that, that's it. I'm out. All right, good night, Joe. Rest in peace, night, Neil Joe. Pert. Yeah, and those absolutely. and those bunnies. Yep.